So what do we want to talk about? Uh, we've never not found something to talk about before. Yeah, but this is all, we've now also never like taken this long a break. So it feels feels monumental. It feels like it should be special. I don't know. I don't know. I do what we usually do. Yeah, I guess we'll do that. I'm Jordan Ferguson. I'm Caitlin McKinnon. And you're listening to the Geek Down Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. And she's in the building. I am. Had to do it. Had to. Had to do it to him. Can't just, like, leave with a, a last episode before a big break, just, like, being, being in Hamilton. <laughs> Couldn't do that. It's nobody, not right. Nobody wants a two-hander for such a monumental episode like this. Friends... This is episode 318 of the Geek Down Podcast. If you find yourself wanting to revisit your favorite memories or just get caught up, because I know a lot of you out there have seen my social media and been like, you're taking a break? Yeah. And I say, yeah, you'd already know that if you were listening. If you were listening, we know. But you haven't been, so it's a perfect time to get caught up. You take yourself wherever you get your audio content, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, or Stitcher. While you're there, while you're there, you have a little extra time because you you're going to run out of episodes eventually, and when you're done... How about you give us a little rate review? Maybe a little heart, a little thumbs up. Because you know what? You know what, Kate? You know what it is? What? You know what it is? What? What is it? <laughs> I was listening to a new podcast this week. Yeah. The Blog Era from the fellows over at It's The Real talking about that era of uh, hip-hop music from like 2007 maybe. Okay. When the blogs were the driving force, kind of post-Napster, um, right. pre-streaming. Yep. When like... you got The all your, dark times. You got all your music off of Z-Share <laughs> links <laughs> yes. and shit like that. Yes. Um, and they got a perfect five-star rating. And then there's a little bracket that says, how many people submitted a rating? Mm. You know how many I saw, Kate? How many? 43. We can... We can 43 people We can wrangle 43 gave a rating. best friends. 43. If 43 of y'all give us a rating of five stars, we will... Listen, I don't try to put it on you too much. I don't want you to carry that stress. We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe this is it. But if it is... Do you really want us to exist in perpetuity on the internet without a five-star rating? That just, that's, that's mean. You're that monstrous? Why? I don't, I don't want to seem entitled, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, you guys, I miss doing this in person so much. The gestures, the entitled gestures. Listen, friends, you need to understand. There's a whole performative as people sometimes think like it's the podcast, like you. It's like it's like wrestling. It's me turned up to eleven. Yeah, it's podcast mode, and podcast mode has a lot of there's a lot of gesticulating, gesturing, gesticulating over here. (laughs) Jazz hands, a lot of a lot of wavery going on. I'm just saying, I don't want to sound entitled. We deserve five stars. It's a lot of work, though. We deserve five stars. I think Jordan deserves five stars. I deserve like. Three and a half. <laughs> no. If I get five stars, Caitlin gets five stars. You know, y'all know she's the only reason y'all come here. Friends, if you want to reiterate that Caitlin was the only reason you ever came here over on social media, I mean, I've squatted on TikTok.com slash geekdownpod. Oh my god. Just in case. 
But until then, we can start a new a new TikTok trend of people just saying how much they love Caitlyn, and then people will jump on it, and they won't know who I am, but yeah. they'll just add things to it. Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you love about Caitlyn? Her wings. She has great wings. Great wings. Talons meticulously clipped. The- the sparkle there's just sparkle all the time for for a harpy she really has yeah i know <laughs> great a gorgon great she's great a lot of presents but until such time as we fully embrace uh tiktok as the place i go to talk about uh anime soundtracks i buy on vinyl we're going down with the ship over on twitter.com slash geek down pod gets worse every day Kate. <laughs> i've heard gets worse every day i've heard if you would like to say thank you for everything we have done and all the effort I have put into this project over the last six years with three dollars, ain't gonna say no. It's just a tip, just a little, just the tip. No, <laughs> no to that. Three dollars in the tip jar. Ko-fi.com/slash/geekdownpod stays open in perpetuity. Anytime you want to throw three bucks in there, we are waiting and ready for it. And we'll buy Caitlin's spawn. I don't know what Timbit or something. Can babies have Timbits? No, <laughs> no, I cannot. I was about to be like, what if you, no, ma- what if we you won't. mash it up? No, I'll eat the Timbit. How about that? Um, and uh, the baby can just just hang out. You know what? We'll put it towards uh, Jordan and Kate getting together with baby and having snack time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What what's what's his designation going to be? What do you mean? Well, we have so we have we have we have senior correspondent. We have yeah. the executive producer. What is your baby going to be? Junior correspondent. Junior correspondent. Best boy. Of the- <laughs> uh, key grip. Key grip. <laughs> <laughs> key grip of the key podcast. <laughs> He's just holding on to the tips of your fingers. Like, <laughs> ah, anyway, keeping it light, y'all, because I have had a time <laughs> in the last <laughs> week. Not going to lie, it's not without somewhat of a heavy heart that we approach this episode. Yeah, I and I'm I'm one of those people who, I won't cry now, but it'll be in like two weeks, and I'll be having like a full-on meltdown. Well, because here's the thing, because mm-hmm. I was thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Jordan was just overthinking things. Um, over the years, there have been moments where perhaps Jordan has been a little frustrated with the way... Sometimes Caitlin consumes her media because mm. especially in like the peak Marvel days or whatever. Yeah. And I would ask Kate, like, what, what did you think of it? And Caitlin would say, okay. <laughs> and that's where the critical inquiry stopped. And Jordan would be like, but what does it mean for the future <laughs> of Marvel? And blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, uh, I got to um, shovel popcorn and peanut M&Ms in my mouth while being entertained for three hours. It was great. I wish now I could muster some of that energy because instead of just being, this was a great thing that we did. Yeah. I have spent the week low key interrogating this entire project. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyone who has listened to us for any amount of time or knows Jordan at all knows that this is, this is like. This is classic Jordan. This is like... It's what he does. It's what he does. Well, Or you could be like my mom, who, when I told her what I was doing this weekend, went, Oh, you're still doing the podcast? Still doing that? <laughs> That's actually part of the, the interrogation I've been doing, because it's it, like, okay, I don't even know how I want to approach this, y'all. Um, 
because one of the things I meant to do was write notes. Clearly, I didn't. <laughs> like most things we've done with the podcast, yeah. grand intentions just kind of went by the wayside. Um, we do this for fun. We do do this for fun. But <laughs> I had this moment a couple weeks ago where I – and I shared this with Galen. I'm sure she was like, that came out of nowhere. I I am usually very resistant to what-if-isms. Like, right. Or honestly, regret for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm generally pretty zen in many facets of my life. Not on the Toronto Transit Commission, but <laughs> who among us? And I had this moment a couple of weeks ago um, where after the passing of uh, musician and composer Ryuichi Sakamoto... Uh, YouTube decided I needed to see this clip, which was a series of clips of Sakamoto at a event in Kyoto in 1997, I think. 1990, no, 1994. I think it was even earlier than that. Wow. And he was, uh, it's not even like it was a concert. It was just like a jam. Mm-hmm. Like he was just hanging out at this club where Toate, uh, former D-Light member, Toate, grooves in the heart. You know, remember D-Light? Oh, yes. All the old farts. You may recall that D-Light was three people, Lady Miss Kier, mm-hmm. and a big Russian guy named Super DJ Dimitri. Amazing. And then uh, a little guy <laughs> named DJ Toate. Toate leaves the group in 94, and he puts out an album called Future Listening, his first solo record. Um, he's kind of doing an event for that. And this was just a bunch of cl- like nine-minute clips from this show that somebody had in their hard drive or whatever. Um, and it is immaculate vibes. Right. The music, even though I played one of the songs and Caitlin was like, this is maybe even too 90s. It's so 90s. Do you want synth strings, everyone? Of course you do. There's like two people who were like, yes. Everyone else was like, what? Do you want a sitar and some synth strings? Of course you do. Listen, that album also has the sample that Dilly used on uh, Find A Way by Tribe Called Quest. So, I mean, it's essential. But the vibes are immaculate and I'm watching this and I'm left with this odd sensation that I was 17 in 1994 and I know objectively yeah. there's no way I could have but I was just left with this sense that I should have been where stuff like that was happening right that must have been and if it wasn't happening I mean was it happening in Windsor in Essex County no, no. probably not no it was not but maybe I should have, but it's just been trying and failing to do it myself. And this is all obviously much easier to do from 45 when you're like, if I could go back, I'd have the plan all laid out. You know, what the hell you were doing when you were 17? You were like, uh, yeah, sure. I like Green Day. I was like, uh, in 1997, I can't figure out quite how old I was, but. You were still playing with fucking popples. Like, 1994, like early 90s. Um, I wanted to be a ghostwriter. Okay. Or I wanted to be on the ghostwriter team. So <laughs> we all have dreams, Jordan. Did you see that theory that or that came out that uh, Ghostwriter was the was the spirit of a murdered slave? No. Google that later. I will. <laughs> still dropping still dropping nerd gems for you on our way out the door, friends. Amazing. No, but just left that like when you re- when I read about now the biography of people like Giles Peterson and like who got to start 
in like the UK pirate radio scene. There was no pirate radio in there was not. in Windsor slash Detroit. You were um you're beating yourself up for being in the wrong place for, at the wrong for time. Literally being bo- if we're not, you know, just I don't what was I gonna do when I was seventeen? Yeah. You know, my parents were not gonna let me go to Detroit and find where the raves were. <laughs> like, you know, it just wasn't gonna happen. And I understand that. But there's always been this weird restlessness I have about DJing and audio production and broadcasting that I don't know where it came from. Um, but like doing this podcast has been like my closest and strongest reach at satisfying that restlessness. That's always kind of there. It's the same reason I make these clunky little DJ mixes every year and why I dropped more money than I'm comfortable saying. <laughs> I sold my comics, y'all. Uh, on a on a fancier DJ controller that I have used a total of twice in the year since I bought it. But I'll have time now. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even know what I'm trying to say with that, y'all. But it's just been like, it's... This has been in part a way to sort of fill that gap. And it's it's weird to think of how is that going to get filled yeah. now. But it also... It's also an opportunity, right? Um. My time's going to be look at miss every time a door closes, a window opens over here. Yeah, <laughs> I we know I am. So for for my senior correspondent Chris calling me uh, melancholic, <laughs> he says my nature is melancholic. Oh. I do cry a lot. Um, I am a kind of this beam of optimism because I kind of feel the same way. You can't you can't regretting things, looking back and being like, why didn't I do this? You, if you can learn from it, great. Otherwise, there's no point because you're just going to make you feel bad. Um, it's weirdly a sense that, like, if I had known that you could do that, yeah, I might have been happier. And that's a really weird sentiment to come out of my mouth because it's not usually how I am. But just or not, you could have become super famous. You could have got into heroin and then died at 28. Like a woo, like a boss. <laughs> It's that's the thing about life, right? It, you can regret all you want, but you really don't know the path it's going to take you down. Also, here's another thing. So, so if for some reason we don't go back to doing the podcast, I've become super busy as a parent and I can't handle it. And I'm like, hey, Jordan, I can't handle it. Um, and you're like, calm down. Like, get your shit together. Get your shit together, McKinnon. Um, I finished Avatar for you. <laughs> um, uh, I, for me, I've thought about this because you, when we did talk about it and you talked about sort of this like more, this lofty sort of pursuit of like, what does it mean? I realized that there is a good chance my future child or children will hear this. They'll hear all of this. Mm-hmm. They'll hear their mom talk about dicks yep. and swear a bunch mm-hmm. and say things like just the tip and <laughs> just like but i also i kind of love that that there's this thing there that will last um i'm not going to say last forever you know but it it'll be there for a long time as this record of these years where i got to hang out with one of my best friends and have fun and be nerds and have great conversations and harass him about his record collection um and that on its own is this great thing 
So, yeah, thanks for doing the podcast with me. <laughs> thanks for asking me to do the podcast. And that, I mean, listen, I've, I've, if you're just, if you're just coming back because it's, uh, you haven't been here in a while and you knew we were at, taking a break, um, I've told this story before, but like, it's also been very interesting to listen. There were a lot of podcasts I listened to when we started this that inspired yeah. me to want to start this. Mm-hmm. We kind of entered this in quote unquote peak podcast. Yeah. And some would say we are now in peak podcast to the saturation point, but we, we entered it at the moment where it was just like friends talking yes. and that's still there, but now it has become video. It's all video. Right. And I knew we were never going to do that. No, it was never going to be a thing. Um, Take away the complicated feelings about our own appearances. That's yeah, that could be its own podcast, guys. <laughs> but just that level of effort mm-hmm. was not. We were not going to start a Twitch. We were not going to do any of that business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched. Well, I watched because I pay closer attention. Um, how this art form, format, whatever, how that became the primary thing. And if you didn't do video, you became super overproduced narrative. Right. You became an audiobook with sound effects type of thing. Um, you know, what are the sound effects? You know, they're doing sound effects with like, you know, ambient soundtracks and, you know, music to set the mood in the background and I just wanted to be like, "Damn, son." That's what I want out of out of out of drops. Um, but that is to say like none of the shows that I was inspired by to start this mm-hmm. are still around. Right. They are, and not always for, not always because the people involved went to bigger and better. Right. And I knew a lot of people who tried to do this. Yeah. Around the same time mm-hmm. we started. And we're the only ones still here. Woo. And I don't say that with like an eye roll. Here's a fun fact. Geekdown was the second name for this show. I had originally, there were some guys I worked with. Who were trying to do a, I don't know, like a literary review podcast. They were all amateur writers or what have you. Right. Um, and they wanted to call it supposedly fun from the, lifted from the uh, David Foster Wallace essay right. about, okay. the, about the cruise ship. Yeah. Full title, a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. And they bashed out like three episodes and then didn't do anything for like a, like a month. Yeah. And we were just starting to like think that maybe we want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I really like that title yeah. because now I, I have no regrets over the, what we ended up calling the show for 300 episodes. Um, but at the time I was like, that kind of speaks to it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. reach giving things that are supposed to be fun. Yes. Cause we each like, um, and I asked, I was like, are you, you know, are you guys done? Like, are you going to like, can I get, basically can I, <laughs> gank, can I gank that title? Like, yeah. are you going to do anything else? And I got the like, Oh, well, we might still want it. We might still come back. So, spoiler alert. Y'all never did. And he's still mad about and it. And we kept it pushing for six years. And I know some people might be like, you did this for six years, like your mom. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh God. It was like, oh, I didn't realize. Tell me you never listened without telling me you never listened. Well, she uh, she told me way back when. And she's like, I don't really think it's for me. I don't really know what you're talking about. We, we hear that a lot. 
Um, and that's fine. This is niche. We understand that. <laughs> Even in the niche, it's not always for everyone. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, to think of our place in this thing from when we started, this thing we made from when we started, um, like the fucking Starbucks we met in to talk about this the first time is not it's around. Not, it not does here. not exist. <laughs> Parkdale on the come up. Parkdale was on the come up bit enough when we had the Starbucks. And now that Starbucks is gone. Um, it moved across the street and then it went out of business. But yeah, I remember, I'm sure you had no idea what the hell I was even really talking about when I was like, I want to do this and I don't want to do it with anyone else. Which is, which was I'm so flattering, but I also was like, but really? <laughs> like, okay. Because, and I've told this story so many times, the ones I was listening to, like Chris and Andy is still the one that's still kicking. Right. And what makes Chris and Andy so great is yes, they're very smart and insightful and eloquent, but at the end of the day, they're two dudes who have known each other since they were in college in Philadelphia, like who came up together, who worked for music magazines in New York together, who then moved out to television and sports, but still kept writing. And then both found themselves working at Grantland and doing this podcast, which then grew into what is now the watch. And there were like four podcasts on Grantland at the time that I was listening to. Well, who are the ones I'll shout, I'll shout them out. Thank you for the inspiration. It was Hollywood perspectives with Chris and Andy. Do You Like Prince Movies with Alex Papadimus and Wesley Morris. Wesley Morris, who now, uh, oh God, what is he? It's the New York Times one. Um, mm. <laughs> it's the black podcast on New York Times. Still processing. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, he's a co-host on that. There was uh, <laughs> Girls in Hoodies because uh, Grantland had a soccer podcast called Men in Blazers. So they, st- so they started Girls in Hoodies. Um which was like Emily Yoshida and Molly Lambert, also people who knew each other for a while. And the, again, you talk about these things that just don't exist anymore. I went back, like, how do people do last episodes? I went back and tried to find um, the podcast, Get Up On This, which was one I used to listen to oh, yeah. way back in yeah. the day. It was probably one of my favorites. Um, it's where beef season comes from. And <laughs> still have to talk about beef season. That's where beef season comes from. Um, but it's gone. Like, just the tile is there, right. but it's gone. And Jensen and Maddie, were two guys who <laughs> Jensen was a like a white Jewish battle rapper in LA. Amazing. And Maddie was low key, like also in a strange sort of white kid rap group, <laughs> comedy adjacent rap group in LA. And they knew each other from that. And then they drifted apart and came back together and started doing this podcast. And again, it was the friendship vibe that made it. And I think that's always been our strongest selling point is whether it's good or bad or I don't know, but we basically just talk to each other. Yeah. Well, I know. I think that's nice for people, right? Like it's one thing, like you said, to, to listen to something that is quite produced. I'm not going to say overproduced, but quite produced. It's a, it's a different vibe and not everyone, they don't want that. They don't want to just be told about something. They kind of want to feel like they're part of the conversation. Um, and both of us, you know, we um, we come from sort of these different spots. We have this certain – we have a bit of an age gap. We – I mean, we grew up in, yes, in Ontario, but in very different parts of Ontario. And 
even that has given us these very different perspectives and um, very different ideas of, you know, what we like and what we don't and, and all of that. Um, and I think people appreciate that we, we really do try and like figure out things that we might like or, um, um, do that with their own friends and find that we're not like telling them we're telling each other. Mm. And it's sort of, like I said, makes them part of the conversation. Um, like you always say, it's like, you know, we're their new BFFs, right? <laughs> they're, they're, um, in spirit, they're, they're part of this really casual, um, uh, talk about whatever, Marvel, Disney, <laughs> wrestling, right? Um, and I think that's what – I mean we have people who have been listening forever and people who have been listening for a long time and people who I thought stopped listening and then will message me every once in a while <laughs> and be like, this thing you said. And I'm like, when did you hear me say that? And they're like, on the podcast. And I'll be like, you still listen to the podcast? Um, so, you know, we we people hang around because I think they – it's a chill time. It's a chill time. There are no stakes, Jordan. It's God. It's so fucking wild to think like six years is a long ass time. Yeah, and we picked a very <laughs> we didn't pick. We ended up falling into a very uh, eventful six years. Yeah, to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we did. From oh my God, was Obama in office when we started this, or did yeah. he, had he just? No, he just left. No, it was Obama was in office for sure because. I guess yeah, February 2015 is when we started. Yeah. Talking about it, um, yeah. So from four years of dipshit to pandemics to the breakups and babies and job changes and, and emergency room visits and surgery and. <laughs> endometriosis and and just <laughs> bold steps at, at uh you know self-actualization shot down by a pandemic to <laughs> lo-fi <laughs> <laughs> this is what i was saying here's the biggest one did i collect records when we started this podcast no i don't I know if i did you, no. you had you were just starting I just got a turntable because you know what it was it was the book it was the book someone bought me a copy of donuts on wax yeah. and i started getting i i maybe had raided my parents record collection after somebody gave me a copy of donuts on wax and i was like well i need something to play this on so i bought like the yeah the go-to audio technica intro turntable mm-hmm. and it was a wrap after that yeah yes it was and now I'm worried that one day I'm just going to hear that his records fell on him and he died. Because It's not falling on no. me that I'm worried about. It's the downstairs neighbor I'm more worried about. I low-key have sometimes structural integrity concerns about this apartment. <laughs> um, but we good. You're we fine. Good. You're fine. Listen, I can, I can, when I have to dust, I move that shelf. And oh. it moves. Okay. It slides along all right. It's fine. I said you, you go into the gym. You're just like buff now. <laughs> fucking gonked. You don't even realize. <laughs> you realize how gonked I was. Listen, not for nothing. I know I've, I've had a couple moments, you know, uh, friends, it's just going to be like real talk for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> today. Oh, yeah. I hope you know. Well, I do. I really want to talk about a couple things. Oh. But yeah. Well, uh, I'll let you get to that. But let me just say this. Um, I have been, I think I mentioned this last week. I've been a little, uh, you know. 
it's been a smooth like four months now at the gym and I probably don't go as much as I should, Okay, but I still get in at least once or twice a week. Yes. Um, if I have a, like a crazy day at work and the old, the old rings are filled multiple times by the time I get home from work. It's he was r- b- b- pointing at his magic, um, <laughs> pip boy, um, that he wears on his wrist. It's, it's real hard to muster, uh, <laughs> The, the enthusiasm to go to, the to gym. go and uh, yeah. deal with the gym, especially if when it's you're, when you're hitting what twenty five thousand steps a day. I like... mean, like fourteen. Um, listen, that's what keeps me from just ultimately collapsing into a hump. Right. Like that's that the job is what does that. To improve things, I have to do extra on top of that, which yeah. is so annoying. I regret to inform you all that <laughs> every time I go to the gym, I sleep better and I feel better. So fuck, fuck you, Jim. Gross. Um, hate it <laughs> but i think it was uh i i've already noticed so i've been i've been four months of this and i've been a little sometimes disappointed that the the odometer ain't rolling down mm-hmm. as much as I, w- I would like um but i cannot deny that uh kate how do you feel about the stairs to get up to my apartment um it's what I picture the entrance to hell being like. <laughs> They're narrow. There you, are too many yes. of them. To they go, go on forever. To go to hell, you actually start below hell and then oh, have to yeah. climb a staircase into it. Yeah. Um, that used to be like, especially with like my laundry, <clears throat> especially with like my laundry or, you know, three bags of groceries and a case of seltzer, like coming up those stairs, like yeah. you get to the top, you just like, <gasps> Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, we, <laughs> I think it was, so Friday, I had a wonderful day with the executive producer. We went to the gym at like 6 a.m. Like oh. right at open. No. <laughs> she had a class. She had a spin class and I just did my thing on the elliptical. Um, but then after that, we had enough naps and... <laughs> She's really, I mean, she's brought many things to my life, but the, the, um, I don't nap as much as I do right. when I spend time with her and I need to <laughs> <laughs> Na- naps need to come become more prevalent in my life is what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to go see the, the Sakura blossoms in, yeah. in High Park. It's the season. It's a little, I mean, like today, it's a little gray, gray and rainy. The weather knows the vibes for the hiatus uh, episode of the Geek Town. So they're keeping it. They're keeping it gray out there in commemoration. But uh, what that meant, it was not insane at High Park. Right. Which, like everything in this city, it would have been insane. Um, there are too many people in this city. There are too many people in this city. And High Park is very hilly, which will remind you just how flat this city is. Yes. Because I had every intention of going to the gym on Saturday after work. Yeah. And then I checked out, would you call it the Pip Boy? Yep. I checked out the Pit Boy after walking through High Park to the Cherry Blossoms and back. Uh-huh. And so I was like, let me open. So it's a ring, right? And it spins. It's just Apple Watch this, this, this is the app, Yes, thing. this is the Apple, Apple Health on the, app, on, on the watch thing. And the whole thing is like there's a ring for just kind of calories burned. Yeah. And there's a ring for movement slash exercise. And there's a ring for standing. <laughs> well, we have a – I have to be told when to stand up. Yeah. Um, but – I opened that up after this day at High Park and just watched that sucker spin like a <laughs> like a pinwheel. It was just like <laughs> I was like, "Well, we are not going to the gym 
tomorrow because we have earned it. That said, was it not without effort to get up some of those hills? Yeah, but I was not dying. So yeah, all that is to say, and I know this because I had to stop the recording to go back and realize why I started telling that story. <laughs> Even though the odometer has not rolled down as much, I can do things like walk around High Park with someone cute or move that shelf and with not and not not and die and afterwards. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it, it is. It has had its. It has had its benefits. Ugh, again, gross. <laughs> you wait next time you come over here in eight months to a year or whatever. <laughs> I just bench press you on your way in the door. I just curl your infant. <laughs> Bicep curl your infant. I'm sure you love that. Um, you had things you wanted to talk I, about. I, yeah. So I just wanted, it was like a, it's this weird sort of update of like, Things I feel like I need to wrap up. Like, I started watching uh, Picard Season 2, <laughs> finally. Um, and for all the people who told me it was terrible, it's not terrible. It's Star Trek. Everybody everybody hated that season, apparently. Like, it's awful. I'm like, have you not ever watched the episodes of the spoilers, the going, you know, back in time episodes of, like, DS9 and, you know, the... Or or Voyager or the TNG, you know, dark um, universe episode. Like they were just there's it's it's this merger of like Star Trek number four, the movie, and like all these other episodes. And it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not terrible. I like there are things to entertain you, and there are funny bits. Um, yeah, I just I it's just very strange because I just people hated it so much and it was it deterred me. It legitimately and I got to remember this. People are terrible, don't know what they're talking about and I need to um watch things on my own. So be prepared Jordan for me to have watched all kinds of weird things because no one was reining me in. <laughs> do you have a uh, do you have a UK mystery show? A new reco for us on um, before we take our leave. One, one more that we should be checking um, out. You know, I actually haven't started watching it yet, but I think I'm going to love it. It's called The Detectorists. That's not a word, Caitlin. It is. Um, and everyone should watch it. I think. So again, I'll leave you with that, and then <laughs> when I get back, people could be like, "You told me to watch this show, and it was terrible." Um, but The Detectorists, <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, um, Vera. Just if you want, <laughs> that's that's the one you're going with. Yeah, I mean, everyone's seen seen um, uh, Murder She Wrote, um, and if you want, just a great kind of grumpy old lady detective um, to just take you through eleven seasons of of investigation. She's she's your lady. Um, that's the one I'll go with. All the chips in on Vera, eh? and then. Here other things. Mm. Um, so we know how big I am with this like Disney DeSantis battle. Yes. Disney's now suing DeSantis. Oh, yeah, a lot of lawsuits are flying. I know. And I'm like, the, again, this is my succession. Like this is, I am like. Or business throne as it's called on <laughs> Girls 5 Eva, the fake succession show they're watching. Yes. Business throne. This is my business throne. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, it's such a weird time because there we're sort of like, you know, the Marvels are coming out. That trailer came out. Um, which I seem to be the only person excited for. <laughs> it got, got delayed, didn't it? Possibly. It could just be that they did too much stuff. Um, 
you know, uh, there's, so there's like, we're like in the midst of just like the overabundance of content. And there's been, yeah, it's definitely, we, we are, we're putting the be back in 15 minutes sign up right as like, <laughs> in, as the industry is holding its breath, right? It seems yeah. like, it seems like they're trying to get a bunch of stuff banked before this, you know, uh, writer strike that's looming. Uh, comes and then I think we will be uh, we will not be present for when the next exhale of Star Wars, Marvel, everything <laughs> content comes out and y'all I will have my feet up <laughs> paying zero attention and that's kind of nice also right because it's almost like a reset um, for for them for us for <laughs> we, we're gonna see you know when we get back um, hopefully we'll see. Um, how the um, streaming wars turned out. <laughs> um, I'll let you know. You know what? What streaming I still have? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, like we like we're, we've been you know we've been joking, Chris and I, that like what ones are we going to get rid of? What are we going to keep? Listen, like the executive pro- executive producer with the bold decision drop that Netflix down to the ad supported. Ooh. Save herself a little. I think she was paying for, I don't know which one she had, but I mean, she's going to save like 10 to 13 bucks a month yeah. by dropping to that just like, to get a Cialis ad in the middle of her. I'm like, do we need to really have Netflix at all? Like, can I just like, we can just look for things. We, we're actually not sure if we pay for Netflix. It might be his parents. <laughs> um, but, uh, or do we, you know, um, do we drop Crave? Like, I don't know. Caitlin. I know. I know. Caitlin. All these people are dependent on Caitlin. us. Caitlin, <laughs> you are supporting an entire ecosystem of people who want to watch Yellow Jackets. I know. You have- I'm like, will my sister be at the birth of my child if I didn't make it that she can't watch Yellow Jackets? Your baby will starve before. <laughs> uh, oh, priorities, y'all. God I damn know. it. Um, so, but the, these are the, you know, these are the crazy things we're sort of leaving. Um, it's like, it's like, <laughs> this is the landscape we're walking away from. Yeah. But I also sometimes think like we're at six seasons. We'll do six seasons in a movie. We'll <laughs> good to go. We'll like wrap things up. Are we at our six? No, we're at our, we're at our, I guess. Yes. We are possibly at our sixth season. I, I mean, we don't really do seasons. We could right? be at our, I mean, maybe we will coming back. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> it's like. It's like the the kids taking w- swimming lessons, and senior correspondent takes them, and that's when we squeeze in a light and tight podcast. Yeah. Um, it's just like thirty minutes of us like rattling the like best and worst television has to offer. Um, I talk about kids shows that me like drive me to murder. Like, I feel I feel like this is more like our well we've we've done better than season four did like content wise. But season four is like season four tried to put a pin in it in case they didn't come back, uh, and that's ta- kind of where we are. He's right talking now. about community. community, yes, where six seasons in a movie comes from. Yeah, um, and they got their movie, and it's very. I'm optimistic about. <laughs> I think, I think we'll come about back. the movie. We'll come back. We'll come back. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and maybe we have to come back in a weird format. Maybe again, I just like parent parenting is just like ah. It's really it's it's too. Poor brains hedging their bets and, you know, expecting yeah. the worst so they can be surprised by the best. As, like, as we always say, cautiously optimistic. We are cautiously optimistic. We are prepared, but also pretty confident that some format of this project will return. And uh, 
and also there's the whole fact of like, you know, you could um, have all this time on your hands, work on another book, which you should have done ages ago. Wow. And uh, become super famous. And then like, <laughs> I will see you um, like years from now and you'll be like, I'm sorry, who are you? Still holding on to that dream. <laughs> You'd be like, I hosted the geek down with you. And I was like, the, I, the geek what? Sorry, I don't really. You've had it scrubbed from the internet, <laughs> no. so you don't get you don't get canceled. Caitlin, nobody. Re- <laughs> okay, maybe that. Um, <laughs> honestly, I wanted I wanted scrubbed from the internet more so that scammers can't uh, create a deep fake of my voice <laughs> to milk my parents for money or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Can we talk about? How angry AI is making me. And it, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, you, you could talk about it, but that's how I feel about it well, every time it comes up. I don't know how anyone, and maybe this is my moment. I think everything is my moment where it's like, I'm out. Yeah. I used to be relatively futurist. Yeah. And I saw the good in all these things that people would like hand ring about. Like, right. um, like, remember when tap? I was like, I'll never get tap. And now I'm like, what do I do with that tap? Oh, for paying for things. Yeah. You want to talk about what the watch is for? The watch is for me get smarting my groceries when I like, debit, please. Bing. <laughs> the executive producer didn't know that was a thing. And she's like, that is the most dangerous thing on the planet. I say, I know. Uh, but it's Apple so pay, convenient. Apple Pay is the worst worst because yeah. it doesn't even ask you to confirm anything. It's just like oh. double tap on the side of your phone online and it orders it. No, no. Side sidebar. <laughs> this is what you come here for, y'all. Um, Can this episode be called side sidebar? <laughs> It was either going to be called hiatus hodgepodge or, yeah, it can be called side sidebar. Um, side side sidebar. As with most modern relationships, okay. the executive producer and I yeah. spend a lot of time exchanging memes and such on, on DM. Absolutely. They're the new uh, hieroglyphs. And someone cute. As with many, as with myself, no small amount of love for Pusheen the cat. Okay, yeah. Who don't love Pusheen the cat? And... Oftentimes, major Canadian retailer will get, uh, you know, new plushies in yeah, or such, and I will send her a photo, and it will quickly be dispatched to her home. Right. The, uh, the Boba Pusheen. Okay. <laughs> Pusheen as Boba was the latest one. It's adorable. Anyway, all this is to say, recently, the discovery was made that not only is there the Pusheen Instagram account, but the Pusheen Shop Instagram account. Uh, yeah. Now, major Canadian retailer will just get plushies, mm-hmm. occasional book, maybe stationery. The Pusheen shop is where you see everything. Right. The mugs, the jewelry, and the clothes. So, executive producer cute sends me a post of back in stock. This this crew neck sweatshirt. It's kind of like a kind of like this brown color, and then it's got the, the Pusheen cats. It says Pusheen Coffee Club. Okay. Established whenever. It's also got the text down the side type of thing. Right. And I said, can I still be a tough manly man in a Pusheen sweatshirt? And she said, where's the tough manly man? And that's and that's why the executive producer and Caitlin McKinnon get along. Uh, <laughs> that was so good. Oh, that was so much. <laughs> that's great. But I didn't. It was like 40 bucks Canadian. I was like, that's actually... <laughs> I'm so beat up by this city. I'm like, that's a great price for that. Um, but I didn't move on it then. Right. I waited till the next day. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I got I got a brown fitted that I bought for Kate's wedding. <laughs> and he, 
He looks great. Yeah, I wore a Yankees fitted to Kate's wedding. Um, he looked great. I was like, I got that. I got that brown Yankees fitted. Like, that looked fresh as hell. You know what? I'm gonna buy that sweatshirt. And this is where I learned that Pusheen merchandise. Yeah. For what I can only assume are uh, white women of a certain age are like supreme drops for hype beasts. <laughs> it was gone, Caitlin. Yeah. Twelve hours. Sold the fuck out. Yep. The Pusheen Coffee Club is closed. Yep. <laughs> closed for business. Closed in your face, Jordan. <laughs> I've used one punch this entire episode. That was appalling to me. I could not get my Pusheen Coffee Club sweatshirt. Because I'll just have to buy some Para instead. Um, <laughs> what else are we talking about here? Uh, you're uh, happy to see that Disney lawsuits are continuing. Yeah. As we As we take our break. Um, I am comforted to know that there will always be, uh, litigation against world wrestling entertainment throughout all time. Of course. News broke this week that a former writer, uh, a woman of color should be said was, uh, had been fired ostensibly for. So, um, when you go to a premium live event, if you are floor seating, there are folding chairs, yeah, branded folding chairs with like graphics from the, uh, from the event. Sure. You get to take that chair home. Nice. When I think you told me that. I and think, I was like, that's so cool. So like the motherfuckers out there with like framed folding chairs, like in their, what I assume are very creepy dens. <laughs> um, but ostensibly it was for like, she took one of those that right. like a patron didn't type of thing. Right. Um, was apparently like all the writers would do this. Right. Her thing is apparently she is claiming, uh, and again, I'm not speaking on the, the legal viability of the case same what it is she alleges in uh a claim filed that she was released because she maybe pushed back too often on what were clearly racially insensitive storylines and plot points right okay. thrown out by writers at the wwe like when someone pitched that saudi arabian wrestler mansoor his storyline should be that his parents or his family uh, had a connection to, t- to 9-11. Why? 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 Correct. Wow. Just, or that, like, you know, uh, current women's champion, Bianca Belair, who is a black woman. Um, lines were pitched for her that were maybe out of character. Because they, they were, to- they wanted her to talk about taking her earrings off and beating somebody ass, which is not what her character has been and not who she is. And now, like, listen, I was listening to a podcast with this guy, Kazim, who he co-hosts the Mass Man show on The Ringer, and he used to work for the WWE. He was a writer there. And, I mean, it should also be said, any wrestling fan who heard this story went, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, no one denied the, no one finds this hard to believe right? that this environment would happen. But I think the other thing to remember is uh, writers' rooms are probably uniformly terrible places because people will sometimes, I'm sure for any writers' room, it's just people throwing shit out, not expecting it to be used, right. um, mm. but to generate ideas that are better. Now, you should have more sense. I was going to say, is that the vibe though? And also, yeah, you may throw out a bad idea, but there's a big line between bad idea and like real racist. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a, 
like the example that Kaz gave in this episode was uh, a wrestler named Bobby Lashley was coming back um, to the WWE. He's not the best talker. So they gave him a heater, you know, a guy named Leo Rush, who was just supposed to be his mouthpiece, basically the guy who would talk about how great Bobby Lashley is and Bobby Lashley going to kick this guy's ass or whatever, because Bobby Lashley is not the best promo. His hype man. That is what they ended up calling him. Right. But initially, the script was written to call Leo Rush his handler. Oh. Now, Ugh. Kaz was like, that's... That's iffy territory. That's a little... It's, it, you know, it signifies something to one group of people. Right. Why do we even want to run that risk yeah. if we don't have to? We don't mm-hmm. st- why do we want to step on that landmine if we don't have to? Now, when you take it to Vince, and it was like Kevin Owens was the one who was scripted to say this, mm-hmm. to call Leo Rush Bobby Lashley's handler. And even Kevin Owens was like, I don't want to say that. Okay. I would rather not put I, myself in that position. I would prefer not to. And then when it eventually goes up to Vince, it's like, and Kaz is like, if you do that, if, you're, if you don't like something, you have to have a better idea. Or it's just going to be whatever Vince likes. So it's like, why don't we call him this hype man? Well, surprise to no one. Vince has no idea what a hype man is. Because uh, he's ancient. Because he's 170 years old. <laughs> he's like um, basically mummified and they just drew, they drew that, that mustache, mustache <laughs> on top of the, 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 um, oh God, no, no, it's happening. Um, strips of cloth. The paper mache. Sure. I don't know what the official word for the bandages used to bandages. wrap Bandages! Wow. <laughs> bandages! <laughs> that was perfection. Um, so, yes. You know. That was his example of like how these things could happen where sometimes people who whose heart are not that just end up not knowing any better. And again, it's that horrible thing where people of color sometimes have to be the, you know, racial representation to let the white people know that sometimes maybe not that. Yeah. Um, And it really, really sucks that they have to do that labor. But and, and also going back to the beginning, the fact that. There is a woman of color who got sacked for pushing back. Is not a surprise. Yeah, no, no one is surprised by that because that. I mean, that happens across the board. I mean, anybody I know who you know has pushed back, they get that label of like, "Oh, well, you just bring problems." Yes, not solutions. You're which difficult. oh, it makes me want to just claw my own eyes hey, out. Hey, Caitlin. Yeah, I've been telling you for years. We want problem solvers, not problem identifiers. How if I just scratch your eyes out? How about that? What a note to go out on there. <laughs> what if the podcast just ended with the sound of like us beating the shit out of each other and like the mics falling over? What a cliffhanger to leave it on. Oh, we totally botched this. We should have left it on. We could have a- left it on a giant cliffhanger. Left you all wondering. Then somebody would have been like, but how did this get posted? It would have been like, uh, uh. from beyond the grave. <laughs> We're just ghosts. We come back next podcast. Woo. <laughs> Uh, so yes we Halloween are, special <laughs> we, we are happy to know that uh, Legal action against Big corporations Against Ron DeSantis <laughs> and the WWE will continue In perpetuity Yeah. Uh, Kayla talked about what she was watching Fuck it I hadn't planned on doing updates But we'll talk about some updates right quick um, Despite myself 
Um, John Mulaney got a new special. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, God, please, no. I no. did. Um, uh, the executive producer watched it first and, and kind of gave, gave me the, it the thumbs up. She gave it the sideways. She gave it a slight tip into the positive. Okay. Um, Because even if you like, if you hover on the tile, you know Netflix will play a clip, Mm -hmm. and the clip is Mulaney basically saying, you know, not to start on such a dark note, and he ends up, you know, but I didn't want to like start by doing, and he goes into this musical number, Mm -hmm. and it's like, and we all wore our masks, and we all quarantined, and we all (laughs) and went to rehab, and we all got divorced, and now our reputations are different. Uh, fair enough. Like ability is a prison. <laughs> um, but that like I'm there for the first bit where it's like he acknowledges that his reputation's changed. Like ability is a prison. Oh boohoo, how hard for you. Yeah. Everybody thought you were great. Yeah. <laughs> how how rough. Oh, how rough geez. white how rough white man. <laughs> um The specialism it's called Baby J it dropped this weekend. It's mostly about uh his intervention and his time in rehab. Right. Um which I think I don't know. It's it's his art form. It's not for me to go like. It's real hard when you know that there was probably a woman who dealt with all the bad shit, right. and he gets to skirt off and have a baby with Olivia Munn. Oh, is that who he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was just some person he met. I I that know. person was Olivia Munn. Oh shit! Are they married? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I just, wow. It's in the traditionalist over here. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, just because I really I hadn't heard anything about it. Again, not that I am the most in-touch person with this <laughs> kind of stuff, the celebrity stuff, but um, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I'm sure the experience of rehab and, you know, kicking all the drugs he was on was bad for him. And, you know, he drops at one point that he was like getting drunk every weekend at 13. So, I mean, he was an addict his entire life. Yeah. Um, but, you know that wife oh probably dealt with dealt with a lot of that shit yeah um so it's i did you know you carry that and this is again this is another thing tie it all up hey jordan was been trying to like summarize this project Uh, jordan's been reading a book this week called monsters by uh critic claire dieterer and it's basically the subline is what do we do with the art of monstrous men? Yeah. Which is something we've talked about on this show a lot. Not just monstrous men, just people who, well, we, we call them milkshake ducks, but people who... We've talked about it from both sides, both yeah. when the artists themselves are awful and when the audience is awful. Yes. We've dealt with both. Yes. Um, but we have talked a number of times about the cycle of milkshake ducking to... Uh, to uh, air quotes cancellation yeah um but like listen the the subject of michael jackson came up in a group chat Mm -hmm. in my life recently um and i mean frankly i ultimately didn't think it came from a place of intellectual honesty right the way that discussion went i ain't gonna talk anymore about it but that group chat moment coupled with this book dropping in my lap made me want to dig into it a little bit and i kind of wanted to have it finished because before we recorded because you know it's Jordan overthinks these things and he wants to have a tie a neat little bow on the package. You have a very intellectual discussion with someone whose brain is basically working at 60%. Because I'm growing a person. Because that invader in her gut is (laughs) taking all of her nutrients. Uh, 
I love, I kind of love when people describe babies as just like these things that are just sucking their life force out of them. I don't actually feel that way. It's actually been pretty good, but uh, it's still funny. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's it's dealing with a lot of, you know, laughing at a John Mulaney special when you also kind of think he's a dick and you wish... Not that, not that, not that I think he's a dick, but I mean, like, I my thing with the John Mulaney thing is, look, people have affairs all the time, and it was probably terrible, and that's what happens when people are addicts, and we don't know the whole story, and it's just sort of like, I, I have a problem with you know seeing only one perspective, um, and painting the whole story with that perspective. Um, I think we lose something in that. Um, and it's really easy. I think, you know, people are emotional beings. It's really easy to go with your first instinct. And I think it takes a lot more time and energy to stand back and really try and, um, uh, think of it as there are several sides to every story. That's all. Um, and I guess to that end, the book opens with um, with these two epigraphs. Who don't love a good epigraph? Um, the first one is from Clarice Lispector, which I really liked, which is, Who has not asked himself at some time or other, am I a monster or is this what it means to be a person? Right. And the other one is from the critic Shirley Hazard, which is, It is always tempting, of course, to impose one's view rather than undergo the submission required by art, a submission akin to to that of generosity or love. Right. And that's what, that's what this book's digging into. And was just reminded of it when it's like, when you have someone like John Mulaney, who some of his actions, I find somewhat distasteful. Mm -hmm. I wish it had played out different, but also it's really funny when he goes to his intervention, which has uh, like six people in person and then five on zoom. And he (laughs) points out, if you're thinking, if they really cared about me, they would have flown out here. They know, because I told them that <laughs> many times in the two hours of the intervention. Um, yeah, he doesn't talk. He doesn't really. He doesn't talk about the divorce at all, or any of that, or parenthood, because he's a new father now. Um, it's just all about the drug stuff, which is not. He even acknowledges. He tells this story about. He kind of closes. He should have closed it here. He closed with a different thing, but that I didn't think was a strong. But he closes with this story about basically. <laughs> His accountant wasn't dealing with him right anymore. His right. accountant was like, you can't have your money anymore. So he basically bought a watch on a credit card <laughs> to pawn it. Right. To get money for drugs. For drugs, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, and I find the guy who's going to buy the watch and he takes me up through these three layers of bulletproof glut. You've seen Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, like, he's like. He's like, that's a terrible story. It's a horrible, horrible story. Now just think, that's the one I was willing to tell you. Yeah. Like, he's a smart motherfucker and a good storyteller, and he's still Mulaney, but, you know, it was just an interesting watch. And uh, completely on the other side of that, absolutely, the thing I was watching when Caitlin walked in here today, which came up as a recommended oh <laughs> after God. John Mulaney, was Jackass Forever. Which I was like, oh, they're still doing that? They are still doing that. <laughs> See, and this is what I mean. We're in a weird place in, I mean, our show has always been about our Venn diagrams of, of nerdism and um, 
sometimes we get very philosophical with things and sometimes Jordan watches Jackass. Listen, it is the only show where you can discuss the works of critic Claire Dieterer and Jackass Forever. But, but I'm very proud of we're at this weird the blend that we managed to bring to the discourse. We're at this weird place where the discourse, the the entertainment, the content out there is this weird mixed bag of like some of the best television and art ever made. And the return of Jackass. And yeah, getting a, getting bees draped all over your genitals. like Yeah, right? Caitlin always complains there aren't enough dicks. Yeah, but as we know, there aren't the dicks I want to see. Jackass got all the dicks. I don't want to see those dicks. The funniest part is when they do stuff so vile that the cameraman vomits in his N95. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't explain it. And this is like, this is the most male thing about me. There's just, it's the lizard male brain where just dudes getting hurt on purpose. Yeah. As like, when did the first one come out? 20, 25 years ago? I saw the first one. This one I was, fuck, I was probably living in Kingston. Jesus Christ. I'm dying, Caitlin. I'm literally wasting away in front of you. Um <laughs> I think I was living in Kingston and there was nothing to do in Kingston except go to the Kingston uh, outpost of major Canadian retailer and browse, browse for books or go see movies. And we saw a lot of movies and I saw Jackass, the first one, even though I didn't really fuck with the show much. Mm -hmm. saw the first Jackass in a theater and laughed until I could not fucking breathe on like this, like to my own disbelief. So I was like, eh, fuck it. No, I need something to do. I tidy the apartment and that's that's just playing in the background and and i went to a lovely dinner party last night welcome to the geek down podcast listen it's johnny knoxville waiting outside a trailer with like like a pitching machine yeah and he waits for steve-o to come out and he drops a soccer ball in this thing and it just pings off his head and the sound of steve-o crumpling to the ground going with fuck followed by just the laughter is like I know is not an attractive quality among most men, but <laughs> we so will dumb. all fucking laugh. It's <laughs> so stupid. And uh, there's something low key, so wholesome and comforting about these dudes <laughs> 20 fucking years later still doing this. Can I just say that somehow Jordan has managed to do this full circle thing where as he's talking about how comforting it is 25 years later that these guys are just being stupid with each other, yeah. that how comforting it is after six years, we can still just be sit here and be stupid with each other. Just be mad, mad stupid with each other. And and sometimes we have interesting things to say. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we don't. Well, fuck Kate. It's time to put a pin in it. I think so. Would be remiss. Let's put some thank yous out there into the universe. Thank you to Chris Kozak and Chief Brown Correspondent Kayam Dar and Mr. Malash who filled in in the rare occasions yes. where we had a guest host. Thank you to Senior Correspondent for playing chauffeur and, and fact checker and supporter and snack maker. say bringer of snacks. <laughs> um, thank you to the executive producer, not for nothing. I, uh, before the executive producer, I was in a relationship that lasted about i mean how long was it like four months or something Mm -hmm. it was not great for many reasons Mm -hmm. um but i 
know for a fact, the fact that this did not generate income made no sense to her. And she would tell me that repeatedly and never listen to a single episode. Now compare that to the executive producer who basically from the day we met and found out that I did this has never missed an episode. Listens every week. So, um, senior correspondent took the time to tell me today how proud he was of me for doing this for so long and, uh, and how wonderful he thinks it is. And I laughed and I was like, it's my only hobby. (laughs) Uh, also, thank you uh, for everyone who supported us during the great Patreon experiment, um, which, which was actually fun. And I may, I may, uh, some of those from the vault may end up on your feed. Yeah. Um, and and thank you for people who especially, gave their money like that for us. We know we have we we grew up poor. <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll shout out Travis uh, first and foremost who. Went to the top tier immediately. Yeah. They went to the top tier when the second it was offered, no questions asked. And I don't even know if they know that <laughs> that deduction was coming out every month. I think you checked with them a couple times. You're like, I hey. was like, are you still cool with this? And they were like, yeah, it's fine. I was like, I know. We made the things that we said we were going to send you. <laughs> never sent them. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, thank you to everyone who parted with your dollars uh, during that experiment. Who even yelled at me when I shut it down during COVID and we couldn't meet in person. And they were like, it's up to me what I do with my money. And I'm like, calm down. I understand, but poor brain's not going to accept your money without anything extra being given to you. Um, shouts to the social media day ones. Yeah. Kira from Australia. Yeah. The reason for the best day this podcast ever had. Yes. And, uh, (laughs) I still don't know your name. (laughs) Key K chief K pop correspondent. Chocobo Pie on Twitter. I've never known you. Tell me your name. Just tell me. We just want to know your name. Just tell me your name. We just want to say thank you. Um, Anybody and everybody who listened and who um, anybody in our lives who took the time to say, hey, I really like that episode or um, the thing you talked about was great or just reminded us that there were people out there. Um it was, it's always been, you know, it's, it, it was never about like the numbers, mm. but it was just about people telling us that they really enjoyed it and they had a good time hanging out with us. And of course she, uh, had no idea what she was getting into None at when all. I said, Hey, I want to talk to you about something. Uh, do you have any time? <laughs> And I was like, uh... And dealt with uh, varying degrees of my perfectionism and undiagnosed whatever. Um, And sometimes real just grumpiness. (laughs) My surliness. (laughs) I've told her this before. Um, I... I mean, I trust myself, right? I know what I can do when I'm into something. Um, and I was prepared for the potential stress it will put on our friendship for me to, we're talking year one, like <laughs> constantly chase her down to do this. Cause I was like, the key is consistency and it's gotta be, it's gotta be every week. Cause I had already seen, like I said earlier, like these people 
who thought they were going to get a SoundCloud account and a, and a Yeti blue mic and start doing shit. Yeah. And then they petered out two months later. And I was like, couldn't be me. You got to remember me different. Couldn't be me. And I was like, but Caitlin, you got to keep Caitlin on a, it's on the straight and narrow. You got to keep Caitlin on the leash. You, you, you know she gets distracted by shiny things. You're gonna be, and... you're gonna be walking this path, and she's gonna see something and wander off. And you got to be like, chip, chip. <laughs> give her the tug or the clicker, the, the dog clicker, <laughs> <laughs> to get her back, get her back on point. Um, and it was never that. And I was, I've even when I felt bad about the amount of time she came into the city or the, when she when she would pay for hosting and not ask me for money, <laughs> things like that. Um, I'm saying it again. I've always, I've said it frequently and I will say it again for emphasis. There is no one else I wanted to do this with. <laughs> um, and I'm so proud <laughs> of us and what we've done. We did a good thing. We did a very good thing. Um, and, the joke we make all the time is like, this is the best podcast that no one listened to. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking stand by that. Um, I will put our body of work up against anyone else at, in our field. Yeah. I will put us or in our subject of interest. I will put us up against fucking anyone. Um, Jordan, that should have been the, the commercial. <laughs> we read, go back and listen to the trailer, y'all. We redid the trailer, just kind of let people know if you're new, like, hey, we're on a bit of a break right now. It should just be like straight, like, like cutting a wrestling promo on other nerd podcasts. <laughs> if you think you're going to come into my house and be a better podcast than us, I will see you Friday at the Sportatorium. This belt, this belt is my belt. <sighs> She's trying to she's trying to distract me by being funny uh, from thinking her again. Um, I have problems taking compliments <laughs> and emotions. Um, I love you so much. I love you too. And literally, I've had people be like, "Why is the podcast ending?" And I'm like, "Well, because Kate's going to go have a baby. Like she's on mat leave. Well, you could do it with someone else." And Literally, my impulse is to slap them across the mouth. Like, <laughs> how dare you? Like, I am that replaceable dude. I'm, I'm like, ew. <laughs> like, there's always been something with the two of us in a room together. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being biased, but I don't think I don't think it's deniable that there's something that pops when the two of us are shit talking in a room together. That makes for a decent listen. So, yeah, it's I. uh it's some sort of vibe. We vibe, <laughs> as the kids say. Is that what the kids say? Yeah, I think so. Kids, are you still vibing? <laughs> Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know what's going to continue. I am pretty already of the mindset that I will uh, transition. Got to keep the brand strong, so I will transition this into a... Uh, so another sub stack that none of you are going to read, <laughs> but look forward to that. Um, I'll probably try to get that set up in the next couple of weeks. You will probably see, uh, some goodies from the archives, uh, that, uh, were for Patreon listeners. 
come up in the next coming weeks. And there's been discussion. We may be back sooner than you think. Yeah. We don't like leaving loose ends, and there's definitely one giant loose end that mm-hmm. we may need to tie up, even if it's just a just a quickie check-in. Yeah. I mean, we everybody likes a cliffhanger as long as you get resolved the cliffhanger. <laughs> so it may not be next week, may not be in two weeks, may, might not be for a month, but I mean, there's we don't want to leave that uh, that loose end line there, so we will probably get into that. So friends, with that, you have heard me say it. At the close of every episode, for years now, it is as true now as it has always been. Thank you for spending an hour and change with us every week. You do not know how true it is that it has meant the world to us. Until next time, my name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Raub Gasser. And I have hope you have enjoyed these fantastic episodes of the Geek Down Podcast. I'm going to miss this when it's gone. The abuse. <laughs> the abuse. The, the selective oh, memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, the fire engines in the background. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, it was the police. Oh, the, the popo? It was the police. The pigs? Wow. Oh, God. It's counting measures, Caitlin. Oh, God. Gross. How did you let this happen? <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. It's all my fault.